the interesting thing about a lot of acupuncture and their modalities that go around it, they're very like intuitive ways of dealing with your body. Mm-hmm. You know, like, ooh, like, let me put pressure here. This hurts. Let me scrape this away. You know, like, you're almost there's an intuitiveness about this medicine that I think is really interesting. Um, and almost, you know, we've be- medicine has become so, you know, scientific and, you know, neural and, and all these things can be tied to acupuncture and there is justification for that, but there's something. So there's beauty in the simplicity of how you treat the body. I think with mm. this kind of medicine. Welcome to another episode of As Woo Woo As You Want with Celine and Jeremiah and Hi, I'm Margaret. Hi, Yay! Margaret. I'm a licensed acupuncturist. I'm co-owner of Louisville Community Acupuncture in Louisville, Kentucky. This Sick. is not New York. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well Margaret, thank you we're, so we're much so ex- for being on the little potty with us. Yeah, oh, yeah. For sure. And hi, hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning back in. We did take a little bit of a break. We hope you had a restful uh, winter vacay. But we're back. It's 2023. And we're super excited to have Margaret on the pod. You know, Celine and I were talking about, like, well, who are we going to have next on the podcast? We've covered so much. And... I was like, I don't think we've ever done yeah, just a like just straight a legit up acupuncture, acupuncture episode. <laughs> yeah. And then I immediately thought of Margaret because Margaret and I started acupuncture school, I don't know what, 10 years ago? Is yeah, that 10 true? Years ago. 10 years ago at, in Austin. Mm-hmm. And she was, I think she was, she was one of my best friends there. Yeah. So loving and amazing. She's mm-hmm. a great practitioner and she has oh, this community space. Yeah. And we remain friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you started a community acupuncture space in Louisville. Mm-hmm. How long ago? Uh, nine years ago. Nine years ago. Yeah. So, so I, I graduated and I kind of did my thing in Austin, but then I was like, Ooh, nothing, nothing against Austin, but it was time to move on. It was time to spread my wings. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm curious before we even get into the practice, like Margaret, was this a career path that you had thought about? Like, I'm curious, like how you got to even studying acupuncture. I almost feel like I'm a typical, uh, acupuncture, acupuncture story. Um, yeah, I received one treatment and I just thought, wow, this is pretty, pretty amazing stuff. Um, I want to go forward with it. And sorry, I have music playing on the background. Um, (laughs) Oddly enough, um, I didn't want to leave Austin just yet. It just seemed like, okay, I'm going to, I graduated from UT and it was something to where, okay, let me start with my GREs and um, maybe go to public public, um, health school or something of that nature. And then I got, I just got like a flu, I think, or something like I didn't have healthcare 
et cetera. I, I just didn't know what to do. And I was raised in a small town, um, Celine knows, and mm-hmm. it just seemed like I didn't really know how to access the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. And at 20, 20, like 19 years old, it was like, what do I do next? And one of my friend's father was going through acupuncture school and he just gave me like points in the ear and my fever broke. And I was like, this is the coolest stuff ever. Like, and I knew wow. what my fever broke immediately. Like it just like turned around completely. Mm. And I don't even know how sick I was, but I was, I was dead in the dumps and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. And then uh, it was easy to enroll. And, uh, yeah, I think I met Celine on like the fourth day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was immediately right after, uh, getting my, uh, bachelor's in, uh, physical anthropology, which is like, what do you do with that? You know? And, oh, and, and like, I took some like upper division classes in, um, uh, medical geography and I got to learn about Paul Farmer and preventative health. And a lot of this class emphasized on like placebo. We don't have to talk about placebo, but at the same time, um, you know, it was definitely, it's definitely something that's talked about in the medical sphere. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, um, yeah, it just kind of, it just turned me around. It just turned yeah. me around. I was like, I want to do this medicine because it's traditional, it's safe, it's uh, effective. And, um, you know, I have no background in Chinese medicine. I, I represent it and I, I, um, I, I am, what is it? I'm generous that I get to do this medicine every day, but my background specifically comes from a rural town in Texas where my Mexican grandma would take care of me when I would get sick. It was almost ritualistic. It was like, oh. I love that I'm sick right now because I get to go to grandma's, you know, mm-hmm. and, wow. I, and I try to, I feel like I cultivate that in my clinic on a regular basis too. I love that so much. It's like you're carrying the tradition on and just yeah. that idea of like the concept, of, you know, for the Western world, the concept of care is mm-hmm. so like, um, I don't know. It's like, uh, like, not sanitized, but you know, it's just so like not like warm or inviting. It's not represented enough. Old. Yeah. And to have like your grandma be like your your place for healing is just such a beautiful yeah. symbol, such a beautiful image. Love that. Yeah. She would like massage my kinks out of my calves when like and like this this happened from like four to like high school. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That's so cool. I yeah. love that. I don't know so, if I knew that part of, of you. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the more and more that I take care of people, the more I'm like, I think this is a ritual. There's something I think that's so true about acupuncture and just kind of the whole practice of it. It's a healing space and the ritualistic aspect of using the needles, thinking about the points, like it is, it becomes so much more than just you know, the physicality of the health, which I think is so fascinating. And people really crave that, you know, as Jara was saying, like, there's not, you go to the doctor, it's in a room. I mean, everybody should go to the doctor too. Let me just say that. I mean, my my five-year-old's checkup yesterday. Yeah. yeah, So like, yeah. Pretty standard. Please go and Mm -hmm. do that. But there's, um, 
you know, just having someone listen to you and hold space for you is so much also part of the healing process, which has been kind of like eradicated a little bit of how we look at health. Um, So, and that's how Chinese medicine is as a whole, you know, it is asking you, you know, more about it's your chief complaint, but it is also asking you, where does this begin? The Mm. room. Yeah. Um, so Jer, as the like kind of person to ask all the questions, you've yeah. got two acupuncturists here. <laughs> Pressure is on. Yeah. <laughs> so so just for my my um reminding and also for our listeners, so what school did you both go to? We went to um AOMA which is, what is it, Austin? I, it doesn't exist I, anymore, does it? it doesn't, yeah, it turned into AOMA Integrative School of Acupuncture. And I think it's because we're trying to get rid of the O in um, East Asian medicine, which is Oriental. And that is um, not, not, like not great. It's not great. Not great. Mm-hmm. But they still I, kept the AOMA because I think they like the way it sounds. AOMA. Yeah, it has a little ring to it. Mm-hmm. And it's a four-year program, and um, it has, uh, gosh, I think it has three or four semesters built in. So it is a, it's a progressive graduate school where you are just hacking out those hours left and right. And then um, the first two years is, mo- is specifically acupuncture, and then you start um, doing your rounds, you start doing treatments, uh, when then and then you mingle in the herbal medicine on top of that. And that's Got the last two years so it's a it's a twofer it's a two 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 but i didn't i i left and then i finished up in new england in boston yeah so we didn't graduate from the same school but we all acupuncture schools are that layout except well i'm not going to complicate it um there's yeah there's plenty of other schools um you know, I run a community clinic and now they, uh, community acupuncture. Now, uh, uh, the organization, um, that we are a part of, um, they now do a POCA tech, which is a three-year program that's specifically more acupuncture and community-based. So, mm-hmm. cause there's so much acupuncture out there. There's just, there's just, it's like, it's like, poof. and then on top of that, uh, when we are doing integrative medicine, it's acupuncture, it's qigong, it's tai chi, it's nutrition, and it's herbal medicine. And did I, I feel like I missed something else. Uh, oh, um, washa. Oh, um, yeah, the, the adjuncts. Mm-hmm. Cupping. Cupping, yeah. So it's, those are like the adjunct modalities that you add into treatments. The acupuncture is like the base, and then you add in the other kind of adjuncts to like kind of boost up whatever you're working on right so mm-hmm. herbal medicine chi- what, what everything margaret just said and it comes from a taoist belief and uh, i could be getting this wrong with this it, it was more of this understanding of kung fu and your ability to protect yourself right in traditional sense but then also to bring yourself back together so broken bones you know heal your broken bones and this is mm-hmm. this is the beginnings. Mm-hmm. Got it. So it's like the this thing we we talk about as integrative medicine or Chinese medicine. It's really like a multi multi modality approach to health or care. Yeah. Got it. And yeah. um. So and now, like, let's zoom in on like this modality of acupuncture. So 
for people who like have no idea like what acupuncture is, right? Like, how do you explain that to someone? Do you want to give your elevator speech, Margaret? Man, I'm real lame with this. Um, I go, do yours and then I'll do mine. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, acupuncture is a simple um, construction of opening and closing of neural pathways. That's the system talking to yourself. We can specifically go into trauma. Well, you know, um, I cut my finger. I notice my finger is cut. It is bleeding. I grab it you know, to stop the blood. Meanwhile, so many, you know, eosinophils, white blood cells are going to do defense, talking about this particular thing that has just this action potential that has just happened. So that would be like the more extreme of things. But essentially what we're doing is we don't even like, I don't even like to call them needles at this point. I like to call them filaments. Sick. I love that. Filaments. Filaments. And right. we are applying um, this filament to the body to start talking to one another. It is a web. It's an interconnected web. There's a beautiful book that I always like to uh, reference, and it's the web that has no weaver. It's one of the books that we get when we first start in acupuncture school. And um, it is these connections that we're making with the body. But at the same time, we're not asking you know, how is stress? How are you doing emotionally with these components? And those have particular signals for us as these um, constructors of this filament to really design and open and close and start the process of healing. Great. I love that. That was just on the fly. I can go in so many directions sometimes. I, um, I do this thing where I talk about maps which I feel like conceptually people kind of get sometimes. I think I explain it like your body is this giant map, like highways. And, you know, if you're traveling to Boston, let's say there's a, you know, construction on 95, it's going to be a kind of jam. It's going to take it longer than it should. So acupuncture kind of works with these meridians and these pathways to open up that one spot that is kind of stuck or jammed up to ensure kind of a smooth flow for the whole journey to take place. So I think Margaret yeah. and I, that we nailed that. We nailed that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and, and to, for my clarification, you're talking about the flow of chi specifically, right? Yeah. You can call it chi. You can call it oxygen and blood. You can call it whatever you prefer. Mm-hmm. And acupuncture is based on a meridian system. So, you have all these meridians that run along different pathways, neural pathways. Yeah. Our Qigong master used to just like make us pump our arm like this really fast and then be like, that's chi. And you could just feel the blood just kind of go through. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's great. Like super tangible. Mm-hmm. Cool. Great. So, I mean, I feel like those were both awesome explanations. So I don't Not know. Do you enough, want yeah. uh, I use the uh, super highway um, example when I am uh, doing bloodletting. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's also a thing, Jer. That bloodletting. A little intense. Little um, controversial. Yeah, but... but it was the beginnings of acupuncture, right? So in the beginnings, we would just, you know, prick, prick and let blood out and explore those options. And then it was like, actually, let's just use 
these filaments were, which was actually uh, ivory. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I went straight into bloodletting. I know you did. First- and we are there. <laughs> and the idea behind it is like, sometimes you can, the end of your lung channel oh, is yeah, on your index so finger. Mm-hmm. And if you have a cough or a fever, the idea behind it is you prick this, let out just a little bit, like a drop of like blood. Like a lancet, like a diabetic lancet. Mm-hmm. And it like will expel and take out that heat and that pathogenic um, element that is causing that stuckness or that buildup. Yeah. So if we're dealing with the uh, those neural pathways and chi and blood flowing through, then you have the um, six syndromes, um, hot and cold. Um, <laughs> um, you have hot colds, you have the, these, I don't remember that well, Margaret, you're being so studious, interior, exterior, <laughs> and, um, essentially what it's exploring as history has moved on is, um, there are certain spots in your body that expel more heat or obtain more cold. So you're using different methods to explore or to, uh, I keep using the word explore, but to balance the system, to harmonize the system. Um, You use the lung as an example. That's a great, that's a great one. Uh, The apex of the ear is a, a really, really good point for high blood pressure. So you would prick that as well. You can also needle it. Um, And then uh, one of my favorites is if uh, pricking the back of the knee for lower back, acute lower back. Yeah. (sighs) Jer's face is like, what's happening? You've gotten pale. You've gotten pale. (laughs) No, I'm just, there's so many. I'm Aries and all young energy. And I'm like, let's do it. (laughs) Well, no, I'm, I, there's so many ways I feel like we can approach this. Um, so, uh, so that's great. So it's, it's kind of like your body is this like energetic mechanism and it has a certain flow. And when you live life, things happen and blockages happen or things get too hot or too cold. And this practice is doing what it can to harmonize, to get the flow back of the energy um, in various ways, not just with acupuncture, but also with bloodletting. And mm-hmm. I guess er- herbs is another oh, aspect. Guasha, right? Guasha would be another. Uh, and that does, when you guasha, blood does come out as well. So, you know, the elbow right in here, that's a very, that's a, that's a heat. That's our number one point to get rid of heat. So anybody can, I mean, guasha is just like such a hip thing now. Um, anybody can do washa. It seems I wouldn't, um, I would, I would talk to an acupuncturist first if you really want to do it right. But, um, if, if you, gosh, what are some heat symptoms, right? I mean, you have fever, that's like an obvious one, but let's talk about like bitter taste in the mouth. Um, you know, you just feel irritable. Um, you're thirsty. Um, your urine's yellow. This is like, this is heat. This is toxic heat stuff. You have bad breath. That would be more stomach heat. Um, Why don't you just try taking heat out of your body? Peppermint tea could be great. Yeah. But if you really want to be like, you know, just explore this therapy a little bit more, you can get a back of a spoon. I don't have a back of a spoon here. 
um, it's my office. I don't eat in my office, but <laughs> uh, let's say this at the back of the spoon and you could just kind of, you, you scrape, know, scrape, take that off ta- and so it'll for, get red. So for uh-huh. people who are listening and not watching on our YouTube channel, which you should subscribe to and, and check oh, out yeah, you click that like smash that like button yes smash the subscribe button um yes. margaret was just showing so gua sha she was just showing with using a marker like a ass a, a area of her elbow that she was like kind of putting pressure on so gua sha i i always associate gua sha for those who aren't familiar with those like pretty like um you know, stones that you like use on your face. Jade. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jade. So nice. Oh my gosh. But is, is Gua Sha actually just like pressure? Is that what it means? It's scraping. It's scraping. scraping. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. I mean, the interesting thing about a lot of acupuncture and their modalities that go around it, they're very like intuitive ways of dealing with your body, mm-hmm. you know, like, Ooh, like, let me put pressure here. This hurts. Let me scrape this away. You know, like you're almost there's an intuitiveness about this medicine that I think is really interesting. Um, and almost, you know, we've be- medicine has become so, you know, scientific and, you know, neural and, and all these things can be tied to acupuncture and there is justification for that, but there's something. So there's beauty in the simplicity of how you treat the body. I think with mm-hmm. this kind of medicine that, right. Like we're talking about, using a spoon and like scraping a heat point in your body and you will feel better, which is yeah. the wild thing. Like this will work. Yeah. I love yeah. it. So as you're, since you're, you're already kind of showing like one way of releasing heat from the body, like maybe Margaret, you could show us like a couple of other ways where you can actually self-administer um, acupuncture. I don't know if let's say someone had like a fever or, you know, a pain. Uh, I don't know if there's like a good example that you could show us. I, you know, if we were to stick on the arm, stay with the arm and we can do uh, three finger breaths. We talk in uh, Shun, this is like an inch. So um, three finger breaths below the wrist on the outside. Uh, there's a point, Sanjiao five, Sanjiao six, really good for constipation or any kind of digestive issues. And honestly, sometimes I like to press this and do a squat for any kind of lower hip or back pain. Like I'm in yoga wow. sometimes. I'm oh, in yoga cool. sometimes and I go into pigeon pose and then I just grab that Sandow channel and I just it just opens up my whole thoracic. Yeah. Wow, that's thoracic powerful. Yeah. So you're using Indian and Chinese kind of traditions to like really go at it. That is so yeah. cool. I love it. So this it's you know, and you'll press along it and it's it's tight. You know? Mine's always really tight. It's the triple burner channel. And so the channel runs along kind of like your flank and controls your upper, middle, and lower. Yeah. So it's really good for digestive issues, any kind of heat too, you know, like you are sick. I always add in that point for people who have like a cold or sore throat. Right You just press it for like, how long do you usually press? I usually tell people like 30 seconds or a minute to massage it. And I also say put a timer on your phone um, and do the Sanjiao challenge. And uh, <laughs> and I'll say dry at least three times out of the day so that, you know, timer on your phone. Oh, it's the Sanjiao challenge. So then I, you know, and I, yeah, and I rotate it clockwise, right? So think of your large intestine track. You don't want to go the opposite way. You want to go clockwise. And um, 
And then of course you're doing that for about 30 seconds. You're holding it down. And I say put pressure on it. Yeah. Like do it. So it feels like tender and like deep. That's when you know you're there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got another I four is pretty. Yeah. Pretty great. I like four headaches oh wait any- yeah so all right so to, let's show that for if you're for to hold your watching. hand up and along the interweb of your uh thumb and your uh first your second digit <laughs> yeah index and yeah then, and then this if this hikes up like the way it is right here you're gonna press down the like fleshy part uh-huh oh the fleshy part on the outside the fleshy part yeah the fleshy part and that's large intestine four Great for headaches, fe- like any kind of like nasal congestion. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it's a great stress point, you know? Yeah, it's a part of uh, uh, four gates, which is um, it's paired with a, the mirroring of another point on the foot. I did take my shoes off when you guys said I. Show so, your I- feet. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Wow, you are flexible. Yeah, <laughs> she does a lot of yoga. <laughs> that's oh, that's fascinating. Three. So it's it's actually yeah, the, like the thumb, the thumb of the foot, the thumb of the hand, and mm-hmm. the index of the foot and the index of the hand. It's the same kind of like yeah. Thing. I mean, the, so cool. there's a vast. You could do mirroring with points to you know, like acupuncture is so. There's vast. no wrong, wrong way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. unless you you're not unless you don't know your intention, right? So if we were to talk about like scientific theory, uh, it's really, really hard to narrow acupuncture down. But what the main gist is, if you don't know what you're doing, then it's not working. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I got another really good point. Go for sure. it. Uh, large intestine 10. Uh, number one, really, number one, first off, really good point for immune system. Um, we're in the winter season. This is going to be a pretty effective um, point just to tonify, tonify your body. But what does that look like when your body is a little deficient? Uh, I gather it really looks like some neck tension. If you have, I feel like that's the beginning, right? Mm. If you have some neck tension, regardless of sleeping poorly the night before sleep is very, is a high quality thing. You need sleep. So if you're having some poor sleep and then that follows with some neck tension, I would say you're a little, your body's a little deficient. It's obvious. Deficient Mm -hmm. means low in energy. So large intestine 10, if we were to remember that gua sha point right here, large intestine 11, which is the number one really good point to release heat. If you were to just plop on over into like that nice fleshy forearm area, it's going to be sore. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you're just going to hold it. You're going to hold it. And then what I like to do is just rotate the neck back and forth. And then you can even try. Yeah, you can even just move the arm and that'll release a lot of that exterior. So for those who are listening, what Margaret's doing is there's an area like I would say it's under the elbow. and. I guess it's essentially the forearm, right? It's the forearm. Right. It's, I would the, say- it's the 
It's the thumb above side. The it's the thumb side of your your forearm. Got it. And a lot of times you can find it by taking three of your fingers from the crease of your elbow mm-hmm. and where your ring finger hits, that's around where it usually is. You can kind of feel around. Wow. I feel like we could do a whole other episode just on this. Um, Acupressure. Yeah. Just like, yeah, different, different points. Um, um Well, I well, unless there's other points you want to talk about, I I want to talk with Margaret about her. Okay, um, so you run a community acupuncture clinic, and talk a little bit about that because I, you know, I I've worked in one, but I do my private. I did, Uh yeah. I went to that one. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. did, Tiger Mm -hmm. Tiger Lily. It's in Ridgewood. Everybody go. That's in New York. It's amazing. Um, but. Tell tell us a little bit why you and your husband decided to kind of start that practice. Yeah, it's a it's a community acupuncture is a high volume, low cost clinic. Um, we are hybrid now due to the pandemic, so I do offer private setting, but it's still low cost. Um, and let's see, I was towards the end of acupuncture, and I really, I just really couldn't sink my teeth into the, what we call the fatigue style. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they start giving you business classes on how to promote yourself, they really kind of emphasize this um, um, lead with your tribe. So who is your tribe? And um Again, I have to uh, invoke that I came from a very small town with poor, um, poor, working class poor. (laughs) And um, when I, it was really cute, actually, it's a really cute story. Um, When we um, took a trip out to Marfa, where I'm from, for a wedding. um, You're from Marfa? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay, So, you know, it is, you know, it is fancy. It is. It's no, 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 no. Well, I mean, now, but now it is. Yeah, but, but no, but it's still the 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 diversity is there. I mean, the dichotomy of it. It's just you know, a lot of my pam- family is still, um, still very um, emphasizes treating within. Um, so we're driving to this this wedding in Marfa. Actually, it was uh, my friend James's wedding, and it's his birthday today. So this oh my is god, happy fortieth birthday to James Scott! So happy birthday, um, James, and like that follow button or follow yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> smash that subscribe, like this it's video. So good. It's so-, <laughs> uh, so uh, specifically, you know, Mike and I were Mike, my partner, my husband. We were driving and um. I was just one of those beautiful, deep conversations because I really didn't know anything about community acupuncture and uh, Lisa, Lisa Rolander, who is the uh, founder of it. And I, I was bringing up more of my medical geography, you know, medicine has to be preventative. And he go, he emphasizes medicine has to be preventative, but it also has to be affordable or it's not, it's not, it's not preventative unless it's affordable. And my, my reality is, uh, I remain working class till this day and there's just no life in me to charge, um, a hundred dollars per treatment. 
And I do, uh, again, a high, so, but in order to be sustainable, I have to, um, I have to treat at a high volume and it's kind of like waitressing tables. It really, (laughs) it's, it's, uh, you know, I'm more of a, of a hostess. I'm not necessarily a menu. I'm going to remember all these things. I know how to place people. And, and then on top of that, um, I know how I know the significance of group healing. Um, Being being in a room with other people, somebody who probably has um, stress, anxiety, heartbreak, pain, pain, pain's hard. If you're in a room with other people that are sharing those, those ideas, it's going to, or sharing those things, it's going to be significantly better for you to just get relaxed and et cetera. Yeah. And not, Community acupuncture is not for everybody, but, um, but, you know, again, since the pandemic, I've been able to do these private settings. So go back to the bones of everything. And I've have I'm having great time doing back treatments and having great conversations with people. So, um, really, I guess I've invoked both and, um, and I'm pretty happy at that level. Yeah. That's, I mean, the way you described it is so beautiful. And I think that as, I worked in a community space for like a few years and there is a different sense of the community aspect of healing. And I also think there's, there's a, a simplicity to how you treat. You use fewer points than in, well, for me at least, because you're seeing a high volume of people. So typically like when I did it, I would see five people in an hour. Yeah. Me. Right. Yeah which is a lot more than one or two an hour, which mm-hmm. is how I usually work. And so you have fewer points, Jers, right? So you, you, cause you don't have that much time with everybody, right. but the effectiveness of those few points. And I think there's, there is something as Margaret, you were saying about being in a room with other people who are just sitting and being together in a healing space is incredibly powerful, mm-hmm. incredibly powerful. So yeah, we treat every 10, 15 minutes. Um, what I'm doing is I'm checking you up at the front, at the front door. And I'm, I'm basically asking you, how are you feeling today? So that's like that first automatic, you know, um, we're starting right at the door and then, um, okay, why don't you go ahead and find a chair? So I treat in a big room in recliner chairs, which are actually pretty comfortable. (laughs) Yeah. And we are huge, um, antique shoppers. So we went like, you know, we, we, tested out a lot of these fun, fun recliner chairs. And, you know, it's patients are like, Oh, somebody's sitting in my chair. I'm like, you got to find a new one. So, so, (laughs) (laughs) but people do um, love their chairs and um, I'm helping them recline them. Um, I'm having just a dialogue. How was your weekend? You know, what do you want to work on today? Um, But over time, because it is affordable, I am getting more of a connection each time with the patient. So um, this isn't often patients do ask how many treatments can this take? And, you know, especially with pain, I'm saying, you know, let's, you know, let's do a quick follow-up just to see how today's treatment helped. Right. Um, Quick follow-ups are kind of hard in a system where you're only scheduling a patient every, every hour. 
So if, if I can get them, if I can get a schedule where the books are open every 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, that quick follow-up is something within three to four days. And with a sliding scale, I work in a sliding scale of 25 to 50. This is more of an opportunity to be like, okay, well, I have my $10 new patient fee. I'm going to spend at least $35 today. And then the next time I see you, I'm going to spend, you know, 30 or 25. And the concept of a sliding scale is um, that 20, that lower end is to keep the clinic sustainable. Mm -hmm. The higher end is to promote more sustainability. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and then, uh, there are different ways of doing these intakes. Um, we have a super long new patient intake that I can get most of my information from. Uh, I am talking to them about different, um, stuff. It is an intake. We do talk. Um, and then, um, when I see them on their follow-ups, um, again, it's that conversation when they first walk in the door and it is feng shui, right? So this is, the, the treatment starts right when you walk in the door and then it follows into, into sitting into the chair, helping you recline it. Um, and then I feel the pulse and that's not anything, uh, that's not standard in community acupuncture, but I just love the pulse so much. I love pulse taking, um, <laughs> talk about pulse taking. Do you do? Oh, yeah. I do yeah. pulse taking. I like to do it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Middle and end. Oh, that's lovely. Right. That's so, Jer, when a person comes in, you're, you feel their, their pulse. And what you're mm-hmm. feeling for is the quality, right? Like if it's hard, if it's um, kind of soft, the rate, if it's fast, if it's slow, if it's deep. And all these things signifies different areas of the body that are maybe having a little bit more of a trouble with or good. And so you take it in the beginning. And then in, for me in the middle, so I can see if it changes. And at the end, ideally, it's more even, right? Yeah. Like it feels evener. Is that even a word? More evener. even? Mm-hmm. Evener? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I mean, and some people, you can tell when someone's pregnant by their pulse. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before, they, before they even take a test. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah. So I do it all the, yeah, I do it, but I'm also seeing people in a lot of, you know, privately, not more people at once, but yeah, I, I just morphed it into this. It helps me power in essentially with the patient. Yeah. 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 I just, and I also think the way that you, when, when you touch someone's wrist like that, I think it kind of brings them into the space, you know, cause mm. your pulse is along your thumb here. Yeah. Do you have any questions, Jer? No, I'm I'm just enjoying hearing about the practice and okay. like how how you usually go about it. And so, in terms of like the virtual work that you're doing, how does that usually go about? Are you doing virtual or no? I, she no. meant hybrid, like she's seeing people in community oh, yeah. and she's also like, seeing huh? people um, yeah. oh, one on one. Ah, uh-huh. I see. I'm sorry. When you said hybrid, I was like, did you do any um, virtual herb stuff during the pandemic? No. When you were like, what we would do was just, that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what we yeah. would do is uh, we would sell herbs uh, and we would just put them out on our front door. <laughs> oh, so cool. So wow. do you guys have an apothecary at the clinic or do you yeah, go somewhere? I do. So 
yeah. So within, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to rewind. So I graduated acupuncture school. I took a babe, I took a nanny job. And you did? I also, oh, <laughs> you didn't know that. Now I have children. So I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I um, also pulled herbs at a, a local uh, distillery uh, pharmacy, uh, herbal pharmacy, which was a, it's a really good one in Austin called uh, Turtle Dragon Health Services. Turtle Dragon Health Services. And they they worked all with raw herbs. And Mm -hmm. um, so every every patient was walking home with six bags of raw herbs. So Um, wild. And no, it's like he, he had them trained. It was amazing. And I was, I was the one that was bagging those herbs. And um, I was also working with granules. So that is when you take the, um, the raw herb and you just grind it up into a, more of a manufactured style powder. And then they also sold tinctures. Um, tinctures are just so messy to make. I don't do that anymore. Basically, I am working in a treating a patient every 15 minutes kind of um, format. And I just realized that raw herbs are something that I can easily whip out. I can give them two bags and I could say, come back. And, um, and raw herbs across the board, all over the United, all over the world are inexpensive. So, you know, one bag, which is two days worth is probably four to $8. So what's a typical herb that you would give? um, Astragalus. uh, That's called Huang Chi. And uh, that is a tonifier. It's an adaptogen. Uh, What are adaptogens? We're looking at holy basil, um, ashwagandha. That's like ashwagandha is super popular. You know, ginseng. Um, I think astragalus is like the the beautiful middle child in all of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it just tonifies your middle jaw, which is your gastrointestinal tract. It just helps with so much of um, boosting your immune system. And I think it's something that uh, everyone could really benefit from. It's, it's And um, Margaret, as mm-hmm. a question, when you do your raw herbs, how mm-hmm. do people prepare those? Great question. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do, okay. You want to get a stainless steel pot. Um, and they actually sell beautiful, cool pots, uh, as well. Like you can just go to Chinatown and get like a nice pot to cook herbs, but you would just get a stainless steel pot and you would boil six water, uh, six cups of water. And then this bag of at least we don't work in single dosages, single herbs, but you mm-hmm. can't, but it's more of a formula. Like if, acupuncture, for example, I wouldn't just do one needle and walk away. Um, Mm. it's a, it's a network of a system back to how this is all explored and herbs are so complex. It's not like a pharmaceutical drug drug where you're just taking that specific part of that herb and then you, uh, or of that plant, and then you're using it to, for an anti-inflammatory and something. This is a complex system because our bodies are complex. And, um, I love that. Can I, I'm sorry just to interject, yeah. but I love that because it just made me think like if you're hitting just one specific thing, you're totally disregarding the fact that like that one thing is then going to affect the rest of the system. So like, how is that going to affect mm-hmm. the system? You think of like all the side effects from these modern medicines, right? Like it's totally addressing one thing, but is it not 
knocking out of balance like all these other things. Whereas, I, I mean, like, I would say one of the main principles of acupuncture and herbal medicine is you have to you can treat the symptom, but you have to know the root. Mm-hmm. So if you think of a tree and the roots and the branches, if you're just talking about that one branch, you're not getting down to like why, what's going on in the roots of everything. So mm-hmm. just adding to what you're yeah. saying about all I, of this. You know, I would take you know, pain relievers as an example. You know, you take them, then you get constipated, you know, and then right, right. That's, that's like a huge no-no in, in, in Chinese medicine. You got to poop. Yeah. Honestly, it's going to help. It's going to help you. you. (laughs) But uh, so Um, I am giving a bag of herbs uh, that is pretty much six to 10 herbs. It's a formula. We call it a formula. And it's it's usually designed on a traditional formula. Basically, uh, I feel like everyone's coming in with digestive issues on some kind of level, especially if they are in pain. I do work in a community clinic, so I am seeing pain a lot more, pain and stress. And so I feel like um, these two combos of relieving your pain, but also making sure that stress is lowered as well, um, sends me always back to the middle jowl. So back to that astragalus. Um, and then of course, orange pill, which is Chen P and Ban Sha, which is like, um, a rhizome of sorts. And that is tonifying your middle jaw. So that's like, that's like the root I would suggest. Mm-hmm. And then I'm exploring how can we break up, um, the stress that's burdening you here, here, or here. And there are single herbs for that too. So it's a formula that we are again, root and then the branches. Mm -hmm. And um, you're going to cook them for about, you're going to get that water on boil, throw those bags of of herbs in and then simmer for a good roughly 40 minutes. If we are dealing with more exterior stuff, um, this is going to be shorter because we need to be able to release the exterior. So for, yeah. So peppermint, for example, boha, um, this is a really good herb to, for, for stress relief, right? So you're just going to help, but it's also a good digestive herb. At the same time, if you are coming in with a wind heat attack, seasonal allergies, it's going to help release the exterior. You want to extract that, that boha out before it gets into that liver and digestive property of it. I see. So you're just trying to get like the, the beginnings of it. If you drink or you, you, um, steep it for too long it's going to hit like too deeply Mm -hmm. yeah got it okay that would be more of the complex systems of it but you're really you're steep you're you're decocting it for about 40 minutes generally and then you're taking it out you're drinking that you can drink that all in one hole it's they're not going to taste good um shudi romania is so taste it's so yucky uh, but but here's the thing. That's how you know it's working, though. Yeah. You know? Here's the thing. If you need it, you're not gonna think it's gonna taste bad. Do you? Um, um, mm-hmm. I I personally have a lot of trouble with people taking herbs, but do you not in the clinic? I think because I see them with a quick follow up. Mm. Um. Yeah. I I get. More do you do of- most most of the stuff is raw? No, like granules or anything i I don't do granules actually we just started uh 
back to my stragglers. Uh, <laughs> we just started uh, selling uh, uh, stragglers on a granule and mm. um, by Shao uh, Gansau, which is uh, Gansau, Gansau by Shao Tong. I think I'm getting that wrong, but that is for muscle uh, relief muscle spasms. And that's a really good one to just kind of help, um, regulate your muscles. Um, a lot of the times when I'm feeling these pulses, I'm like, I think your muscles are just fatigued. Like, I think you're just, you're, there's no, there's no uptake. There's no cleansing of, there's no, there's no getting the juices. Yeah. So, um, I do like that formula a lot and we use that in powder, but we do patent pat patents, which are just, um, tablets we never do anything that's coated so um yeah uh, and those are cheap as well that's like 200 pills are like 12 dollars. yeah and i'm asking you to take this regular i mean and it's a lot it's a high dosage so when patients ask what's the suggested herbal dose i'm telling them five pills three times a day and they're like what and i'm saying this isn't this isn't an extraction of one of like a certain particle in one ant. This is a, uh, this is a complex system. And yeah. want, and botanicals are just so good for you in general. I think that is something that we're missing in our nutritional life in, in our gut system is adding more um, medicinals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It could really benefit. Yeah. Love that. Great explanation. You did great. That was amazing. Thanks. I mean, they're not going to taste good. Uh, lastly, I was going to say you can mix it with green tea. Green tea is a nice um, uh, envoy. It just kind of gets things uh, promoting for you. And green tea just balances a lot of that out. And then um, you can mix honey as well. But, mm-hmm. you know, no no white sugar in that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sweeten it like that. We also want you to drink it warm. We are uh, really sensitive to people drinking cold drinks. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I've heard about that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think scientifically it's been proven. Like if you drink like even water cold, it, it like slows your metabolism versus like warmer the water. The spleen and stomach don't like it. Yeah. yeah. What they I like, like to say stuff. is like your gut is like a tropical system. It's, it's just growing all the time. It's just luscious and it's growing. You're going to put like, a cold smoothie in that, and it's going to turn into a tundra. What does a tundra look like? Not great. Mm-hmm. Not great. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. I love those tips. I think that's great. I think, you know, all of that. It's so important. Maybe I should start doing raw herbs again. Interesting. I mean, adaptogens are somewhere where you <laughs> can start. I mean, if we weren't, if yeah. you don't want to walk away with like a, you know, a big bag, like six bags of herbs, which is just so it's amazing that people do it. But, you know, um, if you don't want to walk away with like an herbal formula, I would say to just start with like growing some holy basil. Yeah. And that's a great, uh, blood sugar modulator. It just, um, it, 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 it goes through the liver and the kidney, um, system. It's really good for hormones, um, any adaptogen is actually a really good endocrine system. I think in our thirties and forties, we just, our endocrine systems, uh, just flat. They like, they just, they, <laughs> they dry up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's so funny that adaptogens are so like hip and cool now. Yeah. I you think know? it is funny too. 
I mean, it's great. People should be taking them. Yeah. Um, you know, ginseng is, uh, again, great for the middle jowl, great for energy. Doesn't, it's not a stimulant. It's not, you think ginseng, you're like, Oh, you know, but it's not a stimulant. It's just more, it's, it's more of a tonifier. It's just, it gives you the, um, it meets you where you're at. So if your body is runs on a level that you think needs to be better, like that you're like, this isn't who I am, take some ginseng. And then you're like, yeah, I'm back to, I'm back to waking up, um, rested in the mornings. I don't have that four o'clock drop. Um, if we're dealing with chakras, uh, yes, love salvia, uh, Don Shen, which is also really good for uh, any reproductive. It's more in the reproductive category, but it's also a, a really, really good or herb, single herb that can just help with stress and anxiety and depression specifically. The, like I think it has anxiety, depression as like one of its main testers. And uh, but if we were to deal with like opening up chakras because it's such a great circulatory herb, it just helps move chi and blood. Um, that would be uh, a really good single herb to just use. Where do you get Don Shen? Gosh, um, I mean, you can you can get it anywhere on on the interwebs. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> so, I know any Chinatown you can find it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's out there. Adaptogens are out there. Um, let's see. Oh, goji berries. Goji Everybody berries loves goji berries. Oh, so great! Great for your digestive. Great for your eyesight. Um, liver and kidney yin deficiencies. What does that look like? That looks like uh, brittle hair, brittle nails. Um, your complexion is like, it's just really good for your skin. Um, lower back, you know, this is like, you know, as we get older, lower back weakness. Um, and then of course, any kind of reproductive stuff, get on some goji berries. Get those goji berries, baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are all amazing tips. I feel like our listeners, if you're not taking notes, you should be or rewatch it again. And don't forget to smash and subscribe um, to our YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, Margaret. Do you have others you want to add there? Um, Husha Wu is a really good one. That's the one that helps uh, your hair not turn gray. I was going to say thicker. Yeah, if you want, like, if you're if like I got the receiving hairline thing happening, but that's because I've had two kids. So you lose hair. Um, and, um, but yeah, Hushawu is a, another single herb. Um, but if I was to promote the formulas back again and the complexities of your body, uh, four gentlemen decoction is such a really good herbal formula. And that's a uh, Lu Wei, uh, no, that's, that's a uh, Lu Jinsetong, which is, um, just really just promoting that middle jowl function. Um, if we were to think about um, any kind of long viral infection, um, anything that you've just, we've just got over COVID, RSV, et cetera, uh, flu, and you are still experiencing some type of, um, where your body just can't pivot out of it. And we call that a Shaoyang syndrome. You would want to find an herbal formula called Shao Chai Hu Tong. And that has ginseng in it. That has Chai to Chai Hu, which is really good for your liver chi stagnation. So um, your body just can't move out of, out of the problem, out of 
and and we just need to we need to be able to pivot out of it and that's a really good harmonizer so um shao chai hutong is something that i use on a regular basis here at the clinic gone my doubts out tongue is really good for any kind of like a heartbreak i see a lot of that <laughs> yeah we're coming up to valentine's day so you know you're just feeling a little off take my that I will definitely be emailing you and asking for the spellings of all these so that we yeah. can get links for our listeners. But um, amazing. These, I think, are really helpful tips for people, um, for I sure. Think, I think like in Whole Foods, they sh- uh, they they sell... Um, shout- they definitely yeah, sell... They also sell Hushawu, I'm pretty sure. Oh, nice. Shao Yao Sun is really good for stress relief. And this is stress relief combated with again your middle jowl is messed up as a result of your stress so we're you know loose bowels or constipation um gas bloating acid reflux you know how so and so how's your stress oh okay well these are the problems we need to be able to tonify and release um if we're dealing with our immune system because it's winter right now um do you want to do you pink you ping fang sun and that's a really really good herbal formula and it's only three herbs that's only three herbs and i guess what guess what's in it astragalus <laughs> <laughs> yeah what i think is so great about herbal medicine too is that it's i often equate it to like what we're doing with acupuncture in the treatment and then this is the needles and these points working afterwards yeah it's I a way to self yeah. So. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to this is your take home acupuncture. There is an herb yeah. in there that I will smell and I'm like, that's spleen three. And I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Wizard. <laughs> okay. Okay. And it's Biger. So mm. yeah. And I don't know why I think that, but I, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, great tips. You should start doing um, herbal consults on the phone, babe. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to mail those off though, and I've I don't like the mail the, the post office. No, no. You don't like the post office? I do, who does? <laughs> oh wait, you're actually being facetious. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, this could be the virtual business I was talking about earlier. I think, babe. Here we are. Talk to your New Yorkers. And I'm like, listen, make this a business. <laughs> what a little monster. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to say? Not just about herbs, but just generally? Oh, yeah, I do. Okay. Um, I do. Back to the acupuncture. Um, I do. I do. I don't necessarily do protocols, but um I do find that like there's some obvious things that I I can easily do on patients. Uh, one of them being the NADA protocol, uh, which is um, national detox um, points, and they were first um, uh, they were fr- they first came to the United States via uh, the Black Panthers and the Young Lords in um, the Lincoln Detox Center. So I can't help to reflect on that. But most importantly, one of the founders, um, 
Dr. Shakur is um, in poor health at this time. Um, they uh, uh, they ran into some legal problems and they had to be, um, them and uh, some other Black Panthers were put in federal prison. And he remained there for quite some time. And his health just deteriorated as a result. And he was recently released from fe- fe- federal prison. And he is now in end of life care in um in california and i believe there are some and i could send that to you jer the uh some um gofundmes to help with his end of life um comfortability Mm -hmm. and so you know a part of what i do here i have to recognize where this medicine comes from and i every time lately that i've been doing the not a protocol on patients and this could be you know sugar addiction um dry january um, but also stress and anxiety. Um, and this is what the Lincoln Detox Center did. They brought in people to just help cope with what was going on in the 1970s um, at that time, which was, you know, drugs, um, economics. But Margaret, tell, say better. where the NADA protocol is. All right. So this is in your ear. In your ear. Mm-hmm. And there is five points. One goes right into here, right in it. And mm-hmm. then the other one goes right here. And this is going to open up your parasympathetic system. Right. It's the other three are uh, liver, kidney, and spleen. Yeah. Or heart. I or think heart. I think it's liver, kidney, spleen. Yeah. And, and the then, endocrine point, right? So if, the, if then, we were to look at microsystems, because acupuncture is so different everywhere else, we would say that this would be your head and then this kind of goes into the spine. And then mm-hmm. these are like the inner organs systems. So yep. Margaret's just going through the ear right now. So y- y'all would, w- should really watch this YouTube channel because we're, we're getting some excellent uh, tips right now. So this is like a lot of head stuff right here. This is like eyes, mouth, etc. This is all internal organs. And then, Oddly enough, this is like uh, sympathetic, parasympathetic stuff. And remember what I said about like the apex of the ear is really good for any kind of high blood pressure or migraines right in here. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, yeah, I hope that was and a it's, good demonstration. It was a good demonstration. And it's yeah. it's a really great protocol because it's five points. Mm-hmm. And you could be anywhere. You could just be sitting. You could, you know, it doesn't have to be this like very whatever big to do. And I recently, uh, someone defined it as the anti-capitalist points. Sick. And it was because when you receive these points, and I have, I have felt this before, when you receive this, these points, you really kind of walk out of like, walk back into, to the universe. And you're like, Mm. I don't need anything. I have Mm -hmm. myself, I have my health. And it's just more of this balanced energy that you're like, I don't need the, I don't need to buy things to make me happy. I'm one. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And then um, Miriam Lee, Miriam Lee is another one uh, person I'd like to attribute a lot of my practice to um, back in again, 1970s was where us all exploded in the United States and acupuncture. Um, she's, she was an immigrant. She started practicing on her neighborhood And then um, I think Sacramento, um, 
San Francisco area, people were like, you can't do that. This isn't, this isn't medicine. And they took her to court. And, um, but, but by then there was like so many other, there was doctors practicing acupuncture, but they were like, you, you're not licensed. You don't know how, you know, you don't know what you're doing, et cetera. This is unprotected, which I guess, you know, this is the beginnings of how we can make this safe. And, um, the neighborhood of her, of her, of her tribe came to this courtroom and expressed how much benefit they were getting from her treatments. And there were 10 points. And get this, we've already gone over some of them. <laughs> yeah. Four. Uh, Ally 10. 11. You know, there's some stuff. I use, I use her stuff pretty much all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I am regularly tapping in with some. I think most acupuncture. Well, I would say a lot of acupuncturists use that protocol. Mm-hmm. Ten She's points. An immigrant. She was female. She didn't have any protection, and people came and 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 you know and stood up for her. I loved it. She's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. 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 Cool lady. Mm-hmm. She has a book right. out there. I think it's. Um, uh, something journals of a, of an acupuncturist, but I can give that to you too. And then it's show notes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. I feel like we covered a lot of ground. <laughs> is there, is there anything else, Margaret, you want to add? No, I mean, um, because I have kids now, I think I, I think treating kids are, uh, are pretty significant too. And it's not, it's not with necessarily needles. Did you yeah. like cupping and stuff or like oh my gosh. cupping? My five-year-old loves cupping mm. so much. She does not like needles. Mm. Um, uh, you could just do pressure, acupressure again, clockwise. Um, their gastrointestinal tracts are so they're growing. So you want to be mm. able to, you know, tonify that on a regular basis. Um, their bodies are growing. There's so much young energy. You want to be able to move it. There's so much therapeutics um, um, when it comes to uh, starting a kid off right. And then, mm. of course, um, I think if you were to Google what are the most important things that uh, an acupuncturist can treat for uh, a child, uh, oddly enough, bedwetting comes, in my, uh, comes up a lot. And, um, and I have seen that before too. And that's, that's, uh, that's also like a kidney yin deficiency and they need to be, we need to be able to, to recognize that and, and tonify that. And I don't think any other Western, um, um, format has a really good understanding of bedwetting. And I think we do. So love, Mm -hmm. but if, uh, Esther was to look at this 10 years and now I, I'm not saying she bedwets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. We're not even talking about her. <laughs> um, oh, this was amazing. Cool. It was great talking to you guys. Oh, well, you were such, I'm so glad that you came on. You explained everything. Mm-hmm. Share me, the world. Thanks you. Thanks. And you let's know, do this again, I don't know what any of my expertises are, but let's do it again. I'm sure we can think of some stuff. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, uh, how can people come? What's the clinic where oh, yeah. it's in Kentucky? Yeah. Uh, so I'm in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
on 909 Barrett Avenue. Um, Great. We like that people can schedule online. That's pretty, um, you know, we always accept walk-ins, but if you're a new patient walk-in, that's kind of hard. Um, right. But um, this is this is something where we want to establish that this is a neighborhood setting and we are your neighborhood uh, people to talk to. I'm your, yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk to you about your health any given time. Um, Great. And uh, Louisville is actually, uh, it's pretty quaint. It's pretty small. So um, it's easy to, it's easy to get around. I live about seven minutes from my, um, from my clinic. So uh, it's a good walking um, um, place. It's a place that you can visit. Um, when I came to visit, I noticed how uh, there was a lot of alleys and I just thought that was really good feng shui. Like I just thought that was a good energy, you know, like that. My, um, my mom's family is from there. Did I know that? I don't know. I don't think now I you that. do though. Now no. you do. Huh? 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 I'm a little Kentucky gal. You are. And I know. <laughs> it's so sweet. Um, well, Thank you. And everybody in Louisville, go check out the clinic. Talk to these two powerful moonbeam healers. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah. And then there's two of us. Oh, yeah. Right. There's Margaret's husband, Mike. There's this. And then there's another person. And we we sleep together. So we basically (laughs) have these conversations every night. I asked him what his favorite herb was. And he said, my my mendong. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, are you serious, Mike? <laughs> it's 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 a lung yin deficiency herb, but uh, I think he just said it because it's dong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classy, 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 <laughs> classy. Um, okay, well, that's it, right? I feel like yeah. we like did a big swing. Yeah, it was a hit. Yeah, this was great. Yeah, this, thank you so much, Margaret. Thank you, guys, and uh, the show is great. I did get a, I have listened to a couple of episodes, but then preparing for these episodes, um, I listened to a bunch of them. And, oh, um, uh, I love the meditation. I've actually been um, telling uh, patients about this meditation. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah the meditation was fantastic. I I, I actually started using the uh, notion of your monkey. You have a monkey that's swinging from tree to tree. Worries from worries. It's such a good like, yeah, yes, uh, visual. Way. And it's just like you got to calm that monkey down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Thank you. Thank you so yeah, much. Thank you guys. Okay. Okay. Well, well, we'll do it again soon. Yes. Thanks. All right. Okay. Come visit. Uh, I will. Bye. Bye. Thank you.